Kiddushin Dafav, the last thing we were discussing was how exactly Kiddushin Kesef works. The man has to give it. He also has to say that he is acquiring her as a wife. And we understood from Shmuel also that he cannot acquire himself to her. Rather, he has to be the one acquiring her to him. And with that, we're starting Vav Amud Aleph, three lines in by the two dots, where it says Tanu Rabbanan. The rabbis taught us, if a person said, you, uh, when giving her Kiddushekes, if you are my wife, you are my Arusa, you are bought to me, Mekudeshet, that counts as a Kiddushin. Let's say he changed the language and he said, you are mine, you are in my possession, you are connected to me, Mekudeshet. So the Gma asks, why don't you teach them all together? One bright out. Why do you need uh, two separate bright out? So the Gemara explains. Tana tela tela shemayinu vegasinu. The Tana of the bright he learned them three and three, meaning he first learned three from one rabbi, three from a different rabbi, or three or two different points, and then uh, he when he taught it, he taught it separately also. So now the Gemara wants to go into different types of languages that the concept of marriage was used with them in the Torah. For example, Ibayalehu. We have a question. Meyuchad sounds from the language of one, it says, Does that count as a marriage or not? That's all. Could that be Lashon Kedushin or not? What would be the halacha there? Like a negdo. Is that the wife or not? Atsurati means he gathered her into his house. What would be the halacha over there? Uh, you are my bone. Segurati. Mahu. Tahti. Mahu. Under me. Well, what's the halakha all this? Remember, this comes from the Pasuk. This was talking about Adam and Hava. So, what would be the halakha? Tefusati. Mahu. Meaning, I grabbed you into the house. Lekuhati. I took you. Mahu. What about the halakha in all these uh, languages? So, the Gemara answers, Pshot miha hada. At least get one of these languages. The Tanya haomer lekuhati. If a person told the woman when you're giving her kiddushin, you are taken to me, then But the other languages are still a suffix, we don't know. So, this is a language by Shiva Harufa. Does that work for kiddushin or not? If you say Harufati, it works. Why? She can be calling Arusa Harufa because in Yehuda they call an Arusa Harufa. So I'm ask the question, is Yehuda the majority of the world? If it works in Yehuda, if that's the way they call it in Yehuda, it's not the way it works everywhere else. So the Gemara explains, If a person says harufati to a woman when giving her the kiddushek, if it works. Because there's a pasuk that says that neharefet is a language of marriage. And also, in Yehuda, they call an Arusa someone who's engaged in a Harufa. So the Gemara doesn't understand this. Yehuda, the is Yehuda the proof to the pasuk? Usually, you bring a pasuk to prove something. You don't bring a you don't bring a story like Yehuda to prove a pasuk. Rather, you have to explain it like this follows. If a person tells a woman in Yehuda in the Yehuda area of Eretz Israel. You call her Harufa, uh, then Mekudeshet. Why? She can be Harufa because that's the language of Kiddushin in Eretz Yehuda. 
But you would have to say it wouldn't work in other places because Harufad uh, is not language of Kiddushin, it's rather of uh, a Shifha. So now the Gemara asks the question, on all these languages that we said, what are we dealing with? If you're not talking about Gitin and Kiddushin, you're not talking about marriage, then how she supposed to know what he was talking to her about? He, imagine he's telling her uh, he's talking about business, and then all of a sudden he throws in one of these uh, tzalatis. She doesn't know what he's talking about. But let's say he was talking about Gitina Kiddushin, then even if he didn't tell her anything, it should still work. The Kiddushin, the Girushin, it should still work. Meaning, if they were talking about wedding plans the entire time, and then he drops her money without uh, telling her anything, it should also work. If a person was talking to a woman about the Giti and Kiddushin, and he gave her get or her kiddushin, and he didn't explain himself. That's good enough. She's mekudeshin, mekudeshin, whatever the case is. And Rabbi Yudah Omer, tzech lefaresh. Rabbi Yudah says you have to say exactly what you're giving it for. And you don't have to be explicit about what you're giving her at the time. Why? Because if you're talking about divorce the entire time and you're giving her a document, what are you giving her? You're giving her a get. It's for divorce. And if you're talking to her the entire time about the wedding plans and you drop her a ring or you drop her a, a case of what else is this for? It's for Kiddushin. So the Gemara explains. What are we dealing with? He's talking about Gitin, Kiddushin. He's talking about marriage. And if he gave her the money and was quiet, it works. Like a BOC. What are we dealing with here? He gave her, let's say, the money. And he said one of these weird languages. This is the question. The languages that we used all over here, all these things, is it a language of marriage or is it a language of work? Meaning, come work for me. You belong to me as a shivha. You belong to me as a maid. What are you? And the Gemara didn't understand, didn't know how to answer, and therefore take on. And therefore, we're still in suffix. Since those words could be used as kiddushin, it could also be used as melacha. Therefore, we don't have an answer. It's suffix. Gufa. So let's go back to something we just learned. Hayam daber If a person is talking to a woman about her get kiddushin, veratan and you gave it to her and didn't explain at the time of giving. Rabbi Yossi says that's good enough. Rabbi Yehuda Omed says lefarish. Rabbi Yehuda says you have to explain. And Amar Yehuda Mashemuel, you have to be dealing with that uh, concept. So meaning you have to be dealing with the same concept, meaning you're talking about wedding plans, you have to be talking about flowers, pictures, uh, who's going to be the rabbi, etc. And then you give her the money, then okay, then it works. This is a, exactly They have to be dealing with this before he gives her. Even if they're not dealing with that, uh, with that sugya, they're not talking about wedding plans. If he gives her kiddushim, that works. So the Gemara asks, "Hundred if they're not dealing with that uh, concept, not talking about wedding, how does she know what's he giving her the money for?" So Amar we're talking about a situation where they're not actually talking about the Kiddushin, rather they're talking about different things, where they're going to live, what car they're going to drive, how, things like that. Now, things that are like sort of connected, but they're not really directly connected to the marriage. 
So in that type of case, Rabbi Lazab Rabbi Shimon would say it counts, and Rabbi holds, no, they actually have to be talking about marriage things. And Amarav Huna Amar Shemuel Halacha Kerebi Yossi The Halacha is like Rabbi Yossi That if you're speaking to a woman about the get and Kiddushin And you dropped off the the money for the Kiddushin or the get And you didn't explain that's good enough And Amar Le Rav Yemar Le Rav Ashir Rav Yemar tells Rav Ashir Ve'el Hada Amar Yudha Amar Shemuel What about what Rav Yudha said in the name of Shemuel himself Kol She'eno Yudha Abitiv Gitiv Mekiddushin Lo Yudha Isaac Imahen when so, if someone doesn't know the halachot of gitin and kiddushin, do not deal with it. There's a lot of things that could be connected to erva, eshet ish, mamzerut. So if you don't know what you're doing, stay away. Now, does that rule apply? It's is that a rule even apply to someone who doesn't know the halach, what the ravuna said in the, in the name of Shmuel? Meaning, is that a standard halacha that? If someone is speaking to a woman about Gitin and Kiddushin and you drop the money, you don't have to say anything like Rabbi Yossi. Is that an easy, simple halakha that every Masader Gitin and Kiddushin has to know? Or is that something far-fetched that if a guy doesn't know it, that uh, is still okay? And Amar Leh, told him, it is a standard halakha. And someone who doesn't know this simple halakha of uh, if a person is speaking to her, and he gave her money without being, without being explicit, it works. It is a standard halakha. And someone dealing with Gitin and Kiddushin has to know it. Now, we learned before by Shmuel, same rules apply by Girushin, if a person gave a get to a woman, you are sent away, you are divorced, she's divorced. So the Gemara explains, it's simple that if a person gave a get to his wife, and he told her, you are free woman, he didn't say anything, means she's not divorced because that's not a language of divorce, period. If he told us, you are now allowed to anyone in the world, he didn't say anything because that's not a language of freedom, that's a language of divorce. The question is, you are to yourself. Does it work for Girushin or not? Do we say, he's letting her to herself when it comes to business, meaning you make your own money, feed your own self, I'm not dealing with you. Or maybe completely free, meaning you're divorced. And Come in here. What does it say in an emancipation a document of an Ayved? You are free. You are to yourself. And you can explain. Now, by an Ayved Kanaani, where the owner owns the entire body, it's completely his. And when he told him, you're free to go, he's completely free. A woman is only partially bought. She's not completely his, but she's partially his. Local shikin, all the more so that hareat leatzmech should work. And Tosafot points out, you're right, by hareat bevat horin, it doesn't work by a wife because that's a language that's specific for shifha. But hareat leatzmech could go either way. So if it could go either way, lechora, it should work. Because of this uh, Kalva Homer from Ayyad Kanani. So the Gemara brings another question. Amalir Abinadar Abashe, Amal Abdullah, a person told his Ayyad, Enli Isaac Becha. 
I have no dealings with you. I have no business with you. My, what's he telling him there? Does he mean I have no connection to you? I have no business with you completely and you're free, Kamale? Or Dilma, or maybe. I don't want to work with you, but you're still owned by me. Rav Hanin Mehozaal Ravashe, either Rav Nahman or Rav Hanin Mehozaal Set Ravashe Tashema, here's a Brayta. Hamukher Abdullah Ovid Kochavim. If a person sold his Avid to a Goy, Yatzale Herut, he goes out, he's free to go, and it's a fine, it's a Knas, a Hachamim, put on anyone who sells a slave, because when the slave was by you, he was doing mitzvot, he was still connected to Torah. The minute you sell them to a Goy, now the, the the guy doesn't have to do any mitzvot anymore. You took him away from Kedushan Tahara. Therefore, the punishment is he's free to go. However, the original master, the Jewish master who sold him, has to give him an emancipation uh, paper to get him out, to show that he's free. This way, he'll still be able to marry a free woman after he figures out a way to get away from the goy. And Amar Bishimon ben Gamliel, what are we dealing with? That's as long as during the sale from the Jew to the Goy, they didn't write a contract. But if he did write a contract to the Goy during that sale, that contract, where it says the Jew sold the slave to the Goy, that's his freedom. So what is it supposed to say on that contract? That the the Jew is writing on that contract. I have no connection to you. Your this is, sale is final; it's complete. And when you go to this person, I have no more Isaac with you. So you see the word Isaac over here, and Isaac becha. It sounds like you're completely free. And Amara Bayeham Kadesh Bemilve. If a person is Mekadesh, a woman with a loan, let's say she owes him a uh, hundred dollars, he tells her keep the hundred dollars, and now we're married. And I'm Mekadesh. She's not Mekadeshet. The idea is because when he originally gave her the money, she is kone the money. The money is now hers. She could do whatever she wants. She has to just give a different hundred dollars back when she when she, in time comes to pay. So right now, he, at the time of kiddushin, nothing was given from him to her. However, behanaat milve, if it's with the benefit of a loan, mekudeshet. Then mekudeshet Now do that because it's trickery of ribit. So the Gemara asks a question. So what's that mean? The benefit of a loan. What's what's that talking about? Let's say he originally put the loan. I'll give you four hundred dollars. You have to give me back five hundred dollars. That's real rebit. So what do you mean? It's a haramat rebit. It's real rebit. And number two, that's a real loan. That's not a benefit of a loan. So the Gemara explains, What are we talking about? We're talking about where you extended time. She was supposed to pay at the beginning of the month. He gave her an extra month. But with that extra time that you have to pay me back, you are now mikudash to me. But you can't do that because it looks like Rebit. It's a trickery of Rebit. Now, Rashi explains that if he would tell her, I'm mohel the entire loan, with that hana'ah, that benefit of her getting, when he tells her, you don't have to pay me back anything as long as you're married, that hana'ah, that benefit, that happiness, whatever you want to call it, that she could get engaged with that. But just by forgiving the original loan, where the kiddushin is connected to something that was already given to her a long time ago, that doesn't work.
it has to be something given at the time of Kiddushin. And over here, the, what's given at the time of Kiddushin is that simha, that happiness, that benefit of uh, of being free from Malon. So she could get engaged with that simha. So now, this is Rashi's shita, where giving her an extra month is not ribit at all, not from the Torah, not from the Rabbanan. It just looks like ribit. Tosfot argues, and he holds, no, this is ribit the Rabbanan. And the case of here of the Arvahla Zimna is she owes money to Shimon. So she comes to, to Reuven to speak to Shimon. And Shimon says, I'll waste my time speaking to Shimon to, to give you an extension on the loan, but you have to be engaged to me. So that looks like a beat. It's as if Shimon got something extra. It looks like Reuven Shimon's Shaliyah to, to, to get something extra. That's what Tosfot explains it. Interesting, Tosfot. Now, Amar in the case of Helach Mane Almenat Shetachzirehudi, here's money, but you have to give it back to me afterwards. In the case of a sale, here's the money for the land, but you, after I get the land, you have to give me back the money. Lokana, it doesn't work, it's not a sale. Be'isha, if you're there with the woman, here's the money, we're Mekudesh, and after the Kiddushin, you have to give me back the money. Ena Mekudesh, that's not a Kiddushin. Bepidyon Aben, if you did that with the Kohen, you gave him money, but after the Pidyon, you have to give him back the money. And Benopadori, the, the son is not redeemed. Bitruma, when it comes to Teruma, you gave it to the Kohen, but you're expecting to have it back afterwards. Yatsa, you did the Mitzvah, Yatsa, you did Nitina. However, Vasula Asot Ken, you know, do such a thing because it's like a Kohen who's helping out in the weed crushing place. It looks like the Kohen is working to get his Teruma, and Teruma is supposed to come free. He's, Kohen is not supposed to be buying Teruma, he's supposed to be getting it free. So when a person gives the Kohen Teruma and expects it back afterwards, that's Asur. Uh, not because uh, it, not because it doesn't work, it works, it's just it's Asur because it looks uh, like, a, like a Kohen who's buying the Teruma. So the Gemara doesn't understand this a second. Let's take a step back. My what does Rabbi really hold? If he holds that if I give a gift on condition to give it back afterwards, that actually works, then then by Kiddushin, Pidyon, by regular sale, it should work also. If he holds that giving a gift on condition to give back is not considered a gift, it doesn't work, then it shouldn't work even by the Teruma case. Here's another thing. Giving a gift on condition to give it back works. The person comes to shul on the first morning of Sukkot. He doesn't have an etrog. You give him a uh, etrog. You can give him your yarabami name. On condition, you give it back to me. He took it. and gave it back after he used it. Yet, then he did his mitzvah. And if he didn't give back the arabami name, he's not yet said the because you didn't do the part of the condition, which is give it back to him at the end, the original owner at the end. So you see, Rabbi himself said that a gift on condition to give back actually works. So then why doesn't it work by Mecher, Kiddushin, Pidyon, Aben? Really, it works by Pidyon, Aben, a sale, Teruma. It always works, except by a woman when it comes to Kiddushin. Why? A woman cannot be bought with a symbolic exchange. It has to be a legitimate exchange. 
meaning regular Kenyan Halifin would work as follows. I want to buy this uh, this land. I can't pick up the land. You know, Aldin Torah, you can't just give the money and that's it. It's yours. You have to do a Kenyan Hazaka. So let's say you pick up a handkerchief that belongs to the owner, and that's how you're calling the entire land and the handkerchief, and then you give him back the handkerchief. And you can't do that when it comes to Kiddushin. By Kiddushin, you actually have to give her something and she keeps it. And we're scared over here by Matanal. Minat Lahazir, it looks like a Kenyan Halifin. It's like picking up the thing and giving it back. And therefore, that we don't want people to get mixed up between these two types of transactions. And therefore, we said Matanal, Minat Lahazir doesn't work because they might come to do Kenyan Halifin. And Tosafot explains a little bit better that it's only midrabanan that a woman cannot be bought or she cannot be mekudeshet with a matana al minat lahazir. Because really, halifin, you don't have to give back that handkerchief to the owner. It just that's the way the minhag of the world is. And because of that, people might get mixed up. And that's why Hachamim said it's asur, and they said it's as if the kiddushi never happened. Now, the Ramban travels a different road. He says, Kenyan Halifin is as if it, it, there's nothing to it. There's not even Shaveh Pruta. Same thing with the Manatana, Manat Lahazir. There's so little Hana'a. There's nothing there. And therefore, Minat Torah, she's on Mikadesh. It's at all. It doesn't work, period. Because it's like you didn't even give her a Shaveh Pruta. Either way, that's the reason it doesn't work. And Amar Le Rab Huna Mor Bere De Rav Nehamiyah Le Rav that's right. By the way, Ravashe, it's exactly what we heard in the name of Rava, exactly like you said, that Matanal Minat Lahzir works in every case except Kiddushin, which leads to the famous Mahloket Legabe Pidyon The Abetz explains that today not every Kohen is 100% a Kohen, we're just going based on the Hazaka that he's a Kohen. And therefore, every coin, when he gets those five uh, coins, he should give it back to the father. They should do this uh, because, hey, who said you're 100% a coin? Maybe you're stealing my money. I'm thinking you're a coin, but you're really not. So therefore, in every case, he should give the money and the coin should uh, give it back and they sh- he should accept it. And therefore, the father has to really find as many Kohanim as possible until he finds a real Kohen and give uh, five slaim to every Kohen and give it back and, and so on. Uh, the Hatam Sofer, he argues on the Abetz. He says it's really up to the Kohen. Uh, once you give it to the Kohen, it has to be a full 100% giving to the Kohen. And therefore, he goes against this whole concept of finding a rich Kohen to give five uh, slime to. Therefore, you know he's not going to the money to be able to give the money back. So it's an interesting mahlokit back and forth over the years. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem. Amen.